Welcome to the Fuel in the Bowl podcast. I'm your host, Susie Carrington from Carrington's Coffee Co. This week, we're talking with Ben Clifton, a personal fitness trainer who successfully tackled the 9 in 48 challenge by ascending nine peaks in less than 48 hours. For more on Ben, explore his website at prosperitygoal.co.uk. Fueling the Bold is about embracing courage to overcome challenges as well as cherishing quiet moments of rejuvenation. And it's our hope that this podcast will inspire you, reflecting the everyday boldness that we've encountered in our local area of Morecambe Bay in Lancashire. So unwind, perhaps with a cup of Carrington's coffee, while we delve into our conversation. Enjoy the show. Hello, my name is Ben Clifton. I'm a personal trainer based in Hesham. I work with clients mainly on a one-to-one basis, but occasionally do some group work as well. So how did you first become interested in your current field or this profession? Oh, well, that started a long time ago. So when I was a student, I was doing loads of exercise classes and thought about being a PT then, but I didn't have the confidence to go into business. I was also sort of working and didn't dare make the plunge. And then obviously a lot of life happened, but when lockdown occurred, I was able to reassess and figure out what was really important and remembered what my passion was and so got into it through doing that. It was a real kind of awakening of what's important and decided to focus on doing what I love. So what's your most significant achievements or contributions in your well career but also your personal life so far? So career I think working with a number of people who really don't have the confidence to go and exercise in the gym and that's the big thing for me is working with people that want to train but don't necessarily have the confidence to go in a gym because they find it intimidating or because they're worried that people are looking at them. And I mean, gyms are great, but they're not for everyone. And, and that's kind of where I sort of see my see myself fitting in, really, is working with those people on a one-to-one basis where it's nice, relaxed, informal environment, away from any background noise. And so giving people the confidence to exercise that haven't had it previously is, is a big thing. And... Yeah, taking people on a taking people on a on a journey, both sort of literally and metaphorically. Managed to get someone to the top of Ben Nevis who suffers with vertigo, so that was pretty cool. The first thing they did was was get on video call to their children and like, ah, it's daddy, I'm up here. And the thing is, they'll always have that, so that's a big deal for me. So career-wise, that personally, yeah, also my kids, but also overcoming my own sort of demons, anxiety, depression, battles there. They've been a huge part of my life at varying points and I like to think that they're pretty much under control now. And then as a side, it'd be remiss not to not to say this. One of the things that I'm most proud of is I managed to save someone's life using CPR. So that was a big that was a big deal because when you, you see someone walking down the street and you know they wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you, that's quite, that's quite something. So what challenges or obstacles have you faced and how have you overcome them? So professionally... I am good with people and I'm, I'm good at what I do when it comes to training. I'm terrible at admin, <laughs> I'm terrible at being organised uh, and that's a constant battle for me is recognising that limitation and trying to work around it. So some of it is just occasionally having to give my head a wobble and, <laughs> and, and, and realise that I can only do what I can do, do my best. Some of it is, is using the people that I have around me and appreciating that everyone has a different skill set. So I have, I have friends that, I have a friend who's a virtual assistant and you know we have a really good relationship at the moment where we pretty much charge the same hourly rate. So she comes to me for PT and I use her as a VA and we're both, and we're both happy. So... <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, not being afraid to ask for help uh, is a big one and when it comes to overcoming obstacles because if people don't know you're struggling, they can't help and people aren't mind readers, so you, ha- you have to put yourself out there as, as asking for help, so that's a big one. Personally, I, again, going back to the sort of anxiety and, and depression and, and dealing with that, 
it's been hard at times. It's been really hard. Uh, so how do I overcome? Again, using the people around me to support. So I have a fantastic fiance and good friends. And then everyone talks about the power of exercise for mental health. But that's why I'm such a big advocate of it and why I, and why I go beyond just saying it's good for your mental health. I really practice it both personally and with my clients. So you know, something that we'll probably go on to. But exercise here, get, getting away from the house, getting close to close to the sea, getting up mountains. Yeah. It's a big thing for me. When I get up, get up a hill... I'm able to just distance myself from everything and just enjoy the view, even when the, even when there is no view, like, <laughs> even when the rain's coming down or whatever. Just being away from from everything, and yeah, I get a lot of solace in that. So, with regards to your big challenges that you do for charity, what challenges come up along the way, and how do you overcome those when you're doing those challenges? So, yeah, so th- so in terms of preparing for them, it's time management. So I've got a big challenge coming up and it's making sure I fit in enough of my own training to be able to complete it because when people are sponsoring you a good amount of money and you've pledged to raise a certain amount of money for a, for a charity obviously you've got an obligation to fulfill that and I don't and I don't want to let anyone down so finding time to put in the required amount of physical training alongside trying to run a business and be a dad and be a fiance and be a friend and walk a dog it is a lot so that so that is a big challenge and and that at the moment in all honesty, is something that does weigh on my mind, but it's just, it's remembering that I've done them before and harnessing the power of that and making sure that when I do train, I optimise my training. So making sure that even if I've only got 45 minutes or an hour to train, the way that you train can be the equivalent of doing a three-hour run if you, if you, yeah, efficient with the time and and maximising the style of training to, to build that endurance up. In terms of during the challenges themselves, it's sleep deprivation, avoiding injury, which touch wood, so far has been is, has been fine and just that will to keep going and so often it does get to a point where it's mind over matter and and you just tell yourself right just keep putting one foot in front of the other and as long as you can do that then you've got you've got a chance so what motivates you or inspires you the most my family and i know that's like a cliche but so to me my dad's the best guy in the world so and and he just is and if i can be half the dad to my kids that he's been to me then then i'll be doing something right so that so that is a big motivator and and you know being there for my for my children and and making them proud inspires me is when i see again acts of endurance not necessarily just physical endurance but people overcoming real battles mentally and physically and personally and really sort of striving through them however that may be resilience is a big thing and people that have sh- that show resilience in whatever form i take my hat off to them because it's not always easy what do you love most about living here oh right well being a five minute walk from the sea i mean that is amazing again going back to lockdown i felt so lucky to be in that lockdown environment located where I am because you know I was allowed one walk a day I could walk to the beach you know it, it, was, it was amazing so I get some I get some incredible views the sunsets over Morecambe Bay I take the Pepsi challenge with any sunset anywhere it's just incredible again I'm not far from the Lake District which is which is something that I love but equally the flip side of that is if I do want to go into a city or whatever I'm, an hour, I'm only an hour just over an hour from Manchester so I actually think that lo- location wise it's really good but and and just the people like really nice people around here and I have a good support network around here which I might get somewhere else but I'm certainly you know really love the love the support network I've got here so what are your long-term goals or aspirations both personally and professionally so professionally I would like to build on what I've got so my thing is building those relationships with clients and taking them on those journeys and I've often kind of resisted doing like online PT because I felt that I wasn't able to maintain that relationship however 
I've had a couple of people come to me and ask me if I would do distance PT with them. And I have because they've requested it and, and it has worked for them and for me. And, and, and I've felt like I've been still been able to motivate and encourage and, and do what I wanted to do in terms of keeping that regular contact. So building that side of things, I am running my first health and wellness retreat this year, which I'm really looking forward to. I'd love to do maybe three or four a year of those and probably, probably no more than that because I want to make sure that each one was done really well. But if I could do three or four a year, then I'd be, then I'd be really happy and, and maintain this one-to-one PT alongside it. Personally, hoping to get married next year, if not the year after. Uh, but It's money, isn't it? But hoping to get married next year. And I just want to be a good dad to my kids and support them however I can, really. I'm sure there'll be times when I do the heading. <laughs> but, but, you know, I'm very blessed and very lucky to have two amazing children. And, and if I can support, support them and, and help them achieve, then, then that'll do for me. What is something that you wish more people knew or understood about your field of work or what you do? So you don't have to be super fit. You don't have to be super strong. You don't, you don't you know, have to be one of these people that bench presses 300 kilograms or whatever. It's not about that. It's just exercise and, and, and using exercise can have so many benefits. Again, like not just on your body, but on your, on your mind and on your happiness. The, you know, scientific fact, like the endorphins that are released. And the only person you should ever feel that you're competing with is yourself. You shouldn't, you know, you shouldn't need to worry about what the person next to you is doing or the person behind you is doing. It's just, you know, just be and, and, and make the most of it. And in terms of sort of more about my field is that, you know, there is a right, there is a right trainer out there for you. It might not be me. It might be, you know, it might not be the person down the road, but there's somewhere there's someone that's going to suit you. Yeah and people will work with you to to achieve your goals and if they're, and if they're more bothered if pts are more bothered about their program than your goals then they're not the right pt but there are people out there that will listen to you and, and really focus on what your specific aim is and help you achieve that there aren't as many many barriers to it as you as, the, as you might perceive how do you maintain a work-life balance and what's your advice for others <laughs> wow me advising anyone on a work-life balance right okay so Again, it's personal choice, but like as much as I want to be financially comfortable, my priority is time with my family over money. I'm not saying that's right. That's just that's me. Yeah. And so, I'm, so I make sure that there are blocks in my in my calendar where it, it says family time, and that's not being disturbed. And I'm fortunate, being you know predominantly self-employed, I'm fortunate that I'm able to do that. So I get so I get that for some people they can't just choose to pick the kids up from school every day. And, and but you only get one shot. So do what makes you happy. And I know, again, sometimes that's easier said than done. But, but yeah, it's work to live, not live yeah. to work, isn't it? So a work-life balance is not, is not always easy. And I totally appreciate that. And I totally get that. Find what inspires you and find what makes you happy and work towards those things. Even if you're not there now, have that as your goal. So what advice would you give to somebody who was looking to maybe follow in your footsteps of either being a PT or doing the challenges that, that you set out to do for charity? Both of those. So as a, as a PT... You know, again, there's some people say the industry is overcrowded and that's fine, but I don't I don't necessarily buy that. If you've got a passion for fitness and a passion for health, then there's room out there for everybody to, that, that, that wants to be a PT. There are there are routes available online to make to get you started. Nothing beats actually, phys- you know, physically training and, and having that experience of working one to one with people. But in terms of qualification, qualifying for being a PT, there are routes online to get you started. They're not they're not, you know, they're not exhaustive. And so it's quite easy to make a start and one of the barriers again when I went back going back years when I first thought about it one of my one of my big barriers was well I, I can't afford that course yeah. but there are payment plans and payment options available that are very reasonable yeah. so there, so there are, there are ways to facilitate that financially so if it's something that you really want to do then again if it's going to make you happy I'll just go for it because yeah. there is work out there and then once you become it become a PT then again don't I mean I made the mistake 
of just exploring that one avenue of that one-to-one PT, and that you know, and that's because again, that was my real passion. But there are other avenues to explore. Don't just give yourself, don't just limit yourself to one thing. In terms of charity challenges, advice, gosh. So again, don't try and do things completely on your own. You do need support. Get a support crew if it's something huge, and yeah do train don't underestimate don't set yourself a target and then think oh that's okay I'll, I'll, I'll be fine for that if it's if you've set yourself a challenge that people go wow that's going to be tough it probably will be so make sure you train you know you do train for it but equally by putting yourself out there and saying i'm going to do this like you are doing something that not many people not that many people will so if for whatever reason it does go wrong don't beat yourself up yeah. because you know you're making an effort to try and improve things for people so you should celebrate that and not be too hard on yourself if, if something doesn't work out because there's always next week or next year or yeah. whatever to give it another go thank you for joining us for another episode of the fueling the bold podcast don't forget to visit our website at carringtonscoffee.co for video interviews and more and follow us on instagram at carringtonscoffeeco Thanks for listening and see you again next time.